Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen. And today on the show, we have Jake Baranga. Am I saying it right? It's Jake Baranga. And you got to give Fullerton a bunch of crap for that because he messed it up. So yeah, because I, so, I was so thrown off. So Baranga. Baranga, like beer anga. So, I think he said it like five different times over, oh, man. Yeah. over the podcast and the YouTube video, but gotcha. it is what it is. Yeah, so another young guy killing it. We're getting him on the show, having a bunch of cool guys on. Every Monday we have interviews. So, Jake, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started? Where you, How old are you? Where are you at in school? Where are you, where are you located? Yeah, uh, so as I said, my name is Jacob Beringa, Jake Beringa, whatever. I'm currently a junior in high school. Uh, I've started my lawn care business uh, about four or five years ago now, kept growing it. And yeah, it's just growing like crazy. Had to hire my dad. He's working full time, which is absurd, but yeah, it's growing, having fun, love doing it. So your dad does full time for you? Yeah. As of 2021, 22 new year, uh, he left his job at our church. He's a, he was the youth pastor there. So, and then he switched over. So he'll be doing all the like regular lawn maintenance, snow plowing, because I can't do that when I'm in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably could, but it'd be a lot of monster and bang involved. But. Yeah, yeah. No, I know some guys who do it, and it's just like, guys, why are you doing it? I, it's I don't know how they do it. Yeah, because um, you know Ethan, Ethan Hammond. Yeah, yeah, he does that, and I'm like, I don't know how you do that, man. Well, yeah, especially for me, because I'm still I'm sort of trying to get like a. Not like a high education, but I'm like taking AP classes still. Gotcha. Got like a ton of homework to do constantly. Like I got a test tomorrow I got to study for, but. So what's uh what's the business look like right now? I know you said you've been growing for four or five years. Uh, what's the highlights? Like client numbers, revenue, employees. What's that, what's that all look like? Yeah, so I'll do uh, client numbers real quick. So first year, six uh, when I was in sixth grade, seventh grade, so 2018, I had five lawns, like rookie numbers. Yeah, yeah. Dad's like, all right, go get a few and we'll see what happens. Uh, next year, ended with 20 lawns. That's when I started hopping in the van. He drives me. I just mow and yada, yada, whatever. And then 2020, 40 lawns back when Whitmer shut Michigan down, which was fun. But uh, we ended with 40 lawns in 2020. 2021 uh, was 60 lawns. And then currently I'm at 110 clients. So that's commercial, residential in between. But yeah, it's grown a ton. I'd say I'm at decent capacity right now. Uh, I could, you could always do better with getting better density, minimizing driving time. But for now, we're at capacity, uh, doing like all 110 weekly, which is a ton of work, but it's a ton of fun. So it's 110 like lawns a week. Yeah. And some of them are like HOA, so big stuff too. Yeah. Uh, ranges, most of them are typical residential, so like quarter, half acre. But we have a few, like the HOA, I think that's like three acres. We have a school we do, it's like six. Uh, And then we have our big, like rich neighborhoods, like each house is an acre plus, which is insane. That's that's what I want to be in life. But for now, how'd you break, how'd you break into that neighborhood? Because I know a lot of guys who just can't seem to get into the higher neighborhoods where it's like, I feel like that's more of an ideal client because it's still residential. So you don't have to deal with like, crazy contract stuff, but it's still like higher paying. How'd you get into the, the neighborhoods there? You just knew people or what? Yeah, I knew people. So networking, as I said, my dad uh, worked at our church. So he knows a ton of people because of that. Uh, we're not 
crazy into those yet, but we have uh, an entire neighborhood in Ada, which is our like richer area around our like neck of the woods. So we have an, that entire neighborhood locked down as it's being built up. Mm. Which is pretty cool. And then we have just a few of the other guys my dad knows and then hired me out because like, oh, we know his dad. His dad's cool. Uh, let's see what happens with him. Oh, he does good work. I guess we'll hire him and keep him around. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. So how many guys do you have working for you right now? Uh, full time, technically, if you count my dad and then one other guy. So two full time and then I have about four or five part time guys. But that's kind of going downhill right now because the school's starting up because they're all high schoolers like me. Yeah, yeah, with sports and and all that kind of stuff that comes with it. Yeah, hoping to get more full time guys in this coming year, so then I can just send them out and do like my own thing or like doing extra side jobs, setting up office work and stuff like that. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, how old are your uh, full time guys? Uh the recent guy I just hired is. I believe early twenties, like twenty twenty one. Okay. Uh, and then my dad is like forty seven. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Maybe, maybe twenty five for the thirtieth year in a row. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah how so, it goes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Can you give us like a ballpark revenue? Like, what does that look like with one hundred ten a week? Because I know they're not like cookie cutters too. Yeah. So I don't know revenue for sure, but give us, give us a guess. Best guess. I think, I think my gross income last year was seventy two. Okay. So we're hoping to get like 150 this year. Okay. But we're take we're not showing like huge profit for the business right now. Yeah. We're still in like our building stages, reinvesting it, making sure my dad gets paid so the family can like stay afloat and stuff. Yeah. But we're it's growing like crazy. If you had asked me like three years ago when I first started where I'd be, I'd say I'd probably be getting my first commercial mower about this time. But yeah. Now I got like my new Vertex earlier this spring, like my third one. So okay, all right. That leads into the next. The next question is: is what what does the current equipment setup look like? I know you got a new like twenty twenty Ford F two fifty F three fifty, and you got the big trailer and all that. What, what's it all look like? Yeah, so uh, pulling the trailer, as you said, twenty twenty F three fifty. It's pulling a eighteen foot car hauler by Neo. But uh, there's a few extra feet because they don't count the Vinos on the front of it. So it's probably like 23, 25 feet. Uh, in the trailer, we have my original commercial, a 48-inch Viking by Xmark walk behind. Okay. I think it's amazing. Sticks to hills and stuff. It just is, It's a little slow, a little small, but you need yeah. that. Everyone needs that. So, And then the first big commercial, 60-inch Laser 2018 model with the red technology, which is honestly amazing. What is that? Uh, so the red technology, it's it's kind of hard to explain because I just kind of forget about it because it's just this little extra thing. But basically, instead of like your regular throttle stick that most mowers have where you just like push it up and it like puts the revs on. Yeah, it has three different settings. You can do like low mode where it's like it goes really slow uh, economy mode, which is like what I usually run it at. It like gives you a little bit better fuel mileage and stuff. Yeah. Then you have uh, rabbit mode or turbo mode, which is like if you're going through like really tall, wet grass, you want to like bump up the revs a little bit. Yeah. So it keeps the blade speed at the same mainly for all of them. Okay. Except the last one, it'll like push it way up. Okay. But it works really good. It's kind of, there isn't like a huge difference that I can tell, but the fuel, the miles per gallon or stuff or acres per gallon however you want to do it's a little better than like normal okay 
you know, that could be really helpful because with mine, it's just like you got to rev it up a little bit extra to get that extra little spin with the, yeah. with the blades. Otherwise, the cut quality is just not there. Yeah. And if you have like a little bit of play with the throttle stick, it eliminates any possibility of that because it's all right. digital. It also keeps track of like your a bunch of like hour things on it, like as well as just like regular hours of like mm-hmm. tell it to like beep at you when you're like low on fuel, which I turned off because it's so annoying. But it tells you when you need to like do a few like oil changes or hydro changes. So it's really nice. Okay. And what's the what's the third one you said you got? So third one, new Vertex by Xmark, also a 60 inch. Uh, I think all three of them have Kawasaki engines on them, all three mm-hmm. mowers. So those are the mowers. The Vertex is amazing. I've put about 280 hours on it now for this season so far when I got it. Uh, but handheld equipment, I'm an Echo guy. Okay. So I have the 2620, or what is it, 2660s or 20s? 2620 for the... For those the like, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's like yeah, middle of the road, yeah. Yeah, so I have two of those trimmers and then one of the edgers with the same engine on them. Okay. And then backpack blowers, I have a 80-10 and a 90-10, which both are amazing. 90-10 is a little bit better in my opinion okay, because they have like a few added features like better straps and like a little bit better output from the blower itself. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, no, um, I haven't said it yet. Officially, this will be the first time I announce it, but I'm spending like a ton of money like going all echo with my stuff. I've got two string trimmers and then i've got like a combi unit with an edger and a string trimmer attachment coming uh and then two pb9010 backpack blowers yeah it's gonna be crazy those things are amazing they it's i think i'll go on my vertex on my backpack my 9010 behind me Mm -hmm. it's not the same as like a hurricane because those things are like crazy but it gets pretty close okay so you'll love them they're just amazing okay gotcha all right. So, uh, so how old are you now? 17? Uh, 16 right now, 17 okay. next month. That's crazy. And you have 110 accounts. Yeah. That's nuts. That's nuts. Um, and then how old were you when you started? Uh, four or five years ago, like 12, but I'm I, that's when I started the business officially, but like mowing the neighbor lady when she's on vacation when I was like eight years old. Yeah. Back when I got hooked on lawn mowing. And uh, so you said every year you kind of you kind of doubled in size, something like that. So you went from the, the five was your first official year. And then you went to what, like 20, 10, 20. Where were you at the second year? Uh, so second year was 20. And then I went up by 20 for the next two years. So the third year was 40. Uh, fourth year was 60. But then this year I jumped because I hired my dad and I could take on more. Okay. So, from so you 60. were holding back a little bit from taking on extra people. Yeah, because it, it was only like me being able to work like three hours after school with the sun going down super early. Yeah. So uh, this past year, we went from like 60 to 110 right now. So almost doubled it. I think we could if we, we could so double it from then. Uh, not right now. We could probably get like 120, 130 just by getting more density, like uh, getting neighbors of current customers to hire us instead of having to drive to a complete new neighborhood yeah. to get the clients. Yeah. So, uh, so just kind of double every year. And then uh, what did it look like numbers wise through the years? So you said last year you did like 72. What did it look like? Like the first year you did, did you make like two grand, something like that? So the first, I won't count the first year cause I was only five lawns and that wasn't like recording anything yet. It was just okay. me like pocketing it for myself. 
But the second year, I think I did around 9,000 with 20 lawns, which is pretty good. I've, I think, I don't know for sure. It was between 50 and 60 the third year, but that was being reinvested into like mowers and uh, the new trailer and stuff. My first truck, which I didn't mention earlier, was a 1990 F-250. Not my pride and joy, but that thing's really nice. Like it'll pull anything. It gets like seven miles to the gallon, no matter what you do, which sucks, but it is what it is. What does the uh, the new truck get mileage wise? Uh, while pulling a trailer, like eight and a half. That's not bad though. It's like, not. my truck. My truck's about about there. Yeah, and it it's added a lot more weight to the trailer too. So yeah, it's, it's a lot better. Okay, so then, uh, so with the reinvesting and stuff like that, how much did you spend on the on the trailer? Uh, the trailer uh with all the attachments and stuff like i got interior lighting and stuff okay uh as well as decaling it i think it was around 14 000. okay that's not so, even bad for like a car hauler trailer though yeah it's really nice it has a seamless not seamless panels but it doesn't have like any screws showing on the exterior of it Mm-hmm. smooth all the way around and then uh so so what did the what did the marketing tactics like look like as you were kind of coming through i know you said a lot of networking so you didn't really have to go crazy on that but was there anything that you ever did in there facebook ads google ads that kind of stuff yeah so i did google ads this past year which has been a huge help getting from the 60 to the 110 mark mm-hmm. i think i was getting like 20 calls a day and i had to turn down like 18 of them because they were just way out everywhere yeah but it worked so well i could like there was like at least three or four a day that I could just be like, Oh, you're like basically a neighbor of like current customers. So yeah, like a good quote out, they hire me and then I get like really good density. Okay. So that was in the spring. Yeah. Did you do it under your dad's name? Cause I just got like kicked out of my Google ads account because I'm, you know, I'm not 18 yet or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I created a business account and registered as a Google business. Okay. So I, don't know for sure. I think I have it under my dad's birthday and stuff, just in case. Okay. He is the like technically the legal owner of it because I can't have an LLC until I'm 18, which is what uh, my company is registered under. Okay, and I think you could get away with that as long as you have an LLC. Problem yeah. is, I have like a DBA, so they ask for all my personal stuff too. Yeah, but when I'm 18, we'll most likely sign over the business to my name, unless there's some like weird thing that pops up, but. Yeah. So for now, like in two years, it'll be under my name officially. Okay. And so, so Google ads, anything else besides that? I mean, that sounds like it went pretty well. I got into it like really late in the game and I still ended up with like three or four extra people from it, like in the middle of the summer. Yeah. I Google ads for sure. I think the second best thing was networking. Just people that my dad knew from like way back when, like, yeah. I wouldn't say I tried too hard except for the Google ads. <laughs> and even then it was just kind of like, eh, they're kind of too far. We'll just say like, so sorry. We'll try to fit you in next year for the schedule or for a route. Yeah. Day, so that's crazy. So did you not like set your range of like where the people could be, or did you still end up getting people who were outside of the range that you had set? Uh, we set it for my city, like the North and, like I think it was mainly the southeast side, northeast, and then a little bit of the outside townships where mm-hmm. I have like the richer neighborhoods that I'm mm-hmm. in. But even then, I'm in like a decent sized city, so you get people from all over. 
And I'm trying to have it where like density for me is I can park the truck at one spot and not have to move it for like two hours or something. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was trying to get. So even if it was like two or three streets over, I'd say it's a little bit too far out of the range for me. Okay. I think. So you're really, really picky about it. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to max, like I'm trying to maximize profits as much as possible. Yeah. Cause like the first year with my dad, like needing like a decent paycheck, a constant paycheck. Yeah. So there was something else I was going to say. I forgot it. Oh, right. I was getting like a ton of calls and I'm still, I still am today, but I'm getting less voicemails now because I put it in my voicemail that I'm only going to like quote you if you're like a direct neighbor or I can see your house from like a current customer, which I kind of copied that from Fullerton. I like called him once and like got that voice. I was like, really good idea. Yeah. I like put in like a certain range or for commercial companies. And then I don't think I'm even quoting any more residential from my voicemail unless they're like a direct neighbor, but then they'll just like come out and talk to me. That's crazy though. So you're, you're maxed out with clients. That's a really good place to be, honestly. Yeah. As I said, I could totally get like 150, like, and like make that have like one crew that'd be pushing it a little bit because then you get set back one day. It's just like a complete mess, but Uh, I think for we'll try to get like 110, 120 like per crew. We just have one crew right now, but if I ever decide to expand, then that'll probably be like the regular margin. How much do you charge? Because you charge like by the hour, by the acre. How does that work for you? And and what does that look like? How much are you charging? So my goal right now, which might change next year, because like prices for like gas are going up like crazy. Yeah. But my goal is to make 150 an hour for a two person crew. So, so 75 bucks a person, uh, sort of my, like I can get about three lawns done in an hour or four if they're like really close together with like two guys. Yeah. So my, I'm not taking any customers for like 30, 33, 35 or less. So like my minimum right now is like 33, 35, unless it's like a close friend or something that needs like a little bit of help or like a one-time vacation thing i can just help them out but i'd say the average is between the 35 to 40 mark right now and then i have a few of the like upper i don't want to say like upper class but they are the upper class (laughs) the upper class clients who are like in the 60 to like 80 90 dollar range and then we have like the hoa and other businesses that are like a few acres that are in like the 120 150 ish okay and are they like, um, are the HOAs like super strict? Because I was actually driving by an HOA and I was like, oh, I'll build that for next year. And then I saw that they, I guess halfway through the year, something must have happened because they have new people and um, they must have changed the rules because now they have to like bag everything. Yeah. Which is like, do you have to bag stuff there? I do. I'm like never going to bag. That's just so much extra work. Yeah. If I do, I'm going to be charging like crazy. And even then they're probably going to go for another company because that's typically what those types of customers are. Yeah. But uh the cert the hoa i'm doing had like a problem with their previous company and then we're so fed up with it they like came to me and like hey please like fix all this we'll let you charge us more for it yeah what was the problem originally uh it was like kind of minor ish stuff like but they just kept doing it like they kept tearing up the lawn i think they backed into a few of the garage doors in the hoa like with their snowplow and like just didn't want to like fix it or anything so they ditched them and picked us up for this season 
And so far it's been great. We like spoke with the guy directly for like two hours and like, I wouldn't, we're not friends with him because we're not really friends with any of our like new customers, mm-hmm. but he's like a really great guy and we love working with him. Any advice for like, the, so they found you, was it that just like a, a Google ads, like they called you like yeah. those things? Yeah. I think they just searched us up on Google. And, and what they, were your, like uh, your keywords? Cause I know there's like the keywords for that. Was it just like lawn mowing near me or something super basic like that? I don't know for sure. I think it's like lawn care in Grand Rapids or something, the city I'm in. Okay. Which is brings up a whole bunch of people because it's a pretty big city. Mm-hmm. There's like, I don't know. How, I'd say that there's at least like 20 decent companies like me or better, like around. And okay. then a bunch of other guys that are like a little bit smaller, but doing it as like more of a side hobby, like besides that. So there, there's like, there's not really competition, but if someone doesn't like you, they'll just like switch with no problem. And um, what what about the future? What's the, what's the future goals and stuff for the company? I know like you got one one crew now. Is is the goal to be have like a ton a ton of trucks on the road and build the next twenty million dollar company, or or what's the long term play? Uh that's a little bit still up in the air. I think I like the I like the idea of having a big company, but at the same point, it like it comes to like what's the point where you just become McDonald's where it's like quantity over quality. Yeah, I mean quality is in my company name, and I want to keep it that way. So maybe have like one or two crews close, like employees, really close guys. I know appreciate mowing the same as I do, but at the same time, I really like the idea of just having like this huge operation that I can control and like hire people to help control with me. Yeah, I'd say for now, I want to get a good leaf cleanup setup, like one of those vacuums and like a dump trailer right now. I'm just running a 16 foot flatbed with like five foot wood walls on the side just piling leaves in there and taking it to the dump yeah so but, you just mostly do like the lawn mowing do you do a lot of like mulch and stuff like that too or not not without a, a dump trailer uh we didn't push for mulch jobs crazy this year last year we did a little bit more but what we do slash i do is i rent a dump trailer from one of the nearby places around uh like a nine cubic yard trailer like a dump trailer and just rent it for a day and then put like 10 yards of bark mulch in each time and make like 10 different trips especially for like the higher clients who have like 50 yards of bark mulch at each house which is an insane number yeah but it makes me money so i'm happy like 50 yards yeah that's crazy and if you're charging like 120 a yard that's crazy yeah is it like an all-day job though like making that six grand or whatever uh multiple days the first time i did it yeah but what i've done is i just start hiring a bunch of people just for the day yeah uh the my dad has like a lot of connections with other youth pastors who have like kids who want work and they're like really good workers so i'll hire them for the day and we just get like a bunch of bark jobs done we did a one of my clients like the six acre clients we did two playgrounds for them i think it was like 120 yards of bark mulch we did in a day and a half which was insane. We loaded a, or we rented a skid steer for it too, though. Yeah. So we dumped everything with it and then just spread it out, which was a lot better than just doing wheelbarrows. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Was it like, was there already lawn there? Did you have to like go back and seed it afterwards after tearing it up with the skid steer or what? Uh, yeah, there was lawn. We haven't seeded it yet. We just made like really wide turns with it. We dumped the bark mulch on the pavement around it. They had like a decent playground area slash basketball court. 
that we could put it on for both playgrounds. So we could like turn freely on that without tearing up the grass. But otherwise, we would try to just make like a straight line to where we wanted to dump it and then like back up the whole way, which took forever. But we don't really have to seed anything, which is really nice. Yeah. So so no no plans for like the, the biggest company in the world or anything like that. Just trying to see what fits best. I mean, if I can make it work where I keep the quality up, I would love to make the biggest company in the world. But at the same time, I kind of want to keep it local. Yeah. Just make like the most efficient crew possible. Maybe. Yeah maybe two of them we'll see what happens gotcha so your dad's running one and then you run the other one that that doesn't sound like a bad idea it it shouldn't and i don't think it will we just got to figure out how to get the office work done in between then yeah. i'll probably end up hiring someone for that but that's a little ways out still gotcha so how many days a week is it like out and about do you fill four five six days so we have five route days monday through friday and then we have saturday as a fallback day in case we have any like any like rain that delays us by a while yeah but what i found is we can usually get pile up to the route days together and just go through them crazy fast yeah but at, you gotta find like the line of doing crazy fast and still making it look good yeah so i'd say we can get like 40 lawns done in a day but that's with like really good density yeah that's really hard to do yeah and it's tough for us too because I've kind of capped it at like, I can book out like four full mowing days and like cram it in like a 10 hour, like whatever we can do in 10 hours in four days, we can do that. Cause like we had rain Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. So I had to work till like 6.30 today. So it's like, you know, 8 a.m. to 6.30 every single day for four days. So yeah, it, it's crazy. We, I think we'll maybe even try to get down to four days next year. Okay. I don't know if we're going to be able to do that or not, but we'll see what happens. Maybe some new equipment, some uh, better training for the guys when they get there. Are your guys pretty good? Because sometimes, um, you know, sometimes it's tough with guys who are not, they don't catch on to stuff real quick. Like with, especially with the trimmer, like they can mess stuff up pretty bad. Yeah. uh, I'd say I'm doing a pretty good job with training them. All my guys so far have learned pretty quickly. I encourage them to like do research on their own. Like just look up little like DIY tips like skills you can do with the trimmer, like flipping it over and like edging beds and stuff mm-hmm. like little extra stuff like that. Everyone I've hired is doing amazing so far. The guy I just hired, I hired him like two weeks ago and he's doing amazing already. Um, before, before we head out, um, any, any, uh, any horror stories that, uh, you know, just to, just to scare us a little bit, some uh, flipping over zero turns or crazy clients, that kind of stuff uh let's see there was one time i was doing a leaf cleanup job and i didn't see him behind me but the guy i was working for like pointed and i turned around there's this old guy just screaming his head off at me because apparently i got like five leaves in his yard going over the fence okay scared the crap out of me as like a 14 year old yeah because i had no idea what was going to happen i just kind of like stood there kind of panicked and then Nothing came up of it because I think he was a little bit crazy, but that's that's fine. Okay, okay, that's uh, the worst of it. I also ran over a fence once. I don't, I can't remember what happened after that, but I like completely destroyed a fence post. Okay, how how that happened? You just like lost control and just drove it over. Uh, I was on a sidewalk and then, ran, like, just barely caught it. It. I don't think it was actually that bad. They just like bent it back. But it worked. It worked out okay in the end. We'll just okay. go with that. Okay, that's not too bad. 
All right. Any advice for the, the you know, the 13 to 15 year olds who are listening, the, the guys who are like you were when you were just starting out? Any advice for them? Uh, number one thing, density. You hate driving time, especially when you're starting out. You don't want to like if, you're, if your parents are driving you around, they don't want to like drive you around crazy distances. Uh, other than that, I'd say organization is key. Making sure you get like a like you make you make sure you know when a job can be completed and then make sure the customer knows when instead of like you thinking it was done this, but the customer actually said it was that. You want to make sure you're in charge and you know what's happening instead of the cu- like just believing the customer. Yeah. So uh, like getting with, stuff in writing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Get a bunch of stuff in writing, have it online, whichever way you want to do it. The third thing I'd say is get like the customer to sign off on stuff before you do work. Make sure you agree on the price and then write out what job you're going to do. Like maybe some other stuff, like uh, what things you're, you like aren't liable for. Like if you run over dog toys and stuff that were left in the lawn, you don't want to like have to pay like 50 bucks a month for that. It's just kind of extra. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And then other stuff, just making sure that customers aren't like leading you along like at the end of like a rope or something all right and uh so so what kind of social media do you have where can they check you out where, the, where can they find you so instagram jake's quality lawn care i have a youtube technically but i haven't posted anything on that okay. i want to but i might save that for like spring back when lawn care is like busy again yeah but we'll see what happens i still got school so I'll I'll find time for it eventually. I keep telling myself. We'll see if that actually happens or not. Okay. So Instagram, Jake's Lawn, uh, Quality Lawn Care. Yeah. Jake's Quality Lawn Care. Gotcha. And uh, I think that's it. Any, any last words? Uh, open I, mic. Op- open mic. Say whatever you want. You put me on the spot like that. I don't really want. Ugh, I don't know. Make sure you keep loving what you do and make sure you get paid for it. Don't be afraid to go a little bit higher, especially with all the money you're spending on gas right now. Yeah. But just know your worth and just keep charging like a high price so you get a good profit and you aren't sitting there regretting your, like your entire life. <laughs> all right. That's good, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. And again, guys, go check them out. Jake's Quality Lawn Care on Instagram. Uh, if you have not already, please follow us here on the, we're going to be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and then we're going to be putting up the social media stuff here in like two weeks. We're getting a bunch of content ready for that. So it's going to be fun. Uh, and be sure to leave us a five-star review. It always helps, makes us look good. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you guys. Bye.